Welcome to the Health Detective Podcast by FDN Thrive. We interview people who have dealt with the trickiest of health challenges, but eventually learn to get well and stay well naturally. Now it's time to hear from one of our detectives and learn how another health issue has been solved. We hope you enjoy the show. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Health Detective Podcast by FDN Thrive. My name is Evan Transu, a.k.a. Detective Ev, and I will be your host for today's show. We're keeping this relatively short and sweet, but it is a public service announcement of sorts. Also, by the way, if you're wondering, I normally don't allow myself to do like three solo episodes, but you guys haven't yelled at me yet. So I kind of just keep talking, assuming that it's okay. I'm kidding. We have interviews coming up in this week, but we were actually redoing some, well, I guess you don't need to know that, but we're redoing some back-end stuff, branding, marketing stuff for these people that come on, and that's why there's been a little bit of a delay. But it gave me a wonderful opportunity to do some extra episodes that I wanted to do anyway, and this is a super important one regarding vitamin D. If you want to go really deep into certain aspects of vitamin D, Episode number 43, I did a vitamin D intensive for the show. So again, that's episode number 43. Go check that out. But today, I wanted to come in with a very specific message because those, especially that are my colleagues in the health space, you guys know how much I love the topic of light and studying that aspect of health and just all the various things that come with that. And of course, one of the first things people learn about in the world of light and how it relates to health is what? Well, vitamin D from the sun. And a big and kind of scary misconception is that we should always be supplementing vitamin D when the person's vitamin D levels are low. Now, of course, this is not medical advice by any means. I'm just sharing some thoughts. Vitamin D supplementation has consequences. And it gets ignored a lot in the literature because there are benefits. There's no doubt about that, right? There are many studies showing that when your blood levels are at a cer- or have a certain amount of vitamin D in them, usually around 30 nanograms per milliliter, which is way too low, by the way, way too low, all-cause mortality goes down, this thing goes down, the next thing goes down. It's really fantastic, and it doesn't necessarily matter how you get to those levels. But the problem is there was some stuff done in kind of the late, um, I don't even know what you'd call that the 2000s. (laughs) I feel like that would imply like I'm saying like 2099 or something. I just mean like that era from 2005 to 2010 that came out talking about how vitamin D actually has this effect where it can lower the immune system. And that sounds like really silly. You're like, what the heck? How could it possibly do that? Well, it's kind of a conceptually similar thing to prednisone. So for those that are familiar with that medication, very powerful steroid, and it does lower inflammation, but at the cost of pretty much tanking your immune system temporarily. So I'm going to kind of uh, read this right out of the article, and I'm going to, of course, post this in the links below, or the notes below, rather, the link to it, so that you guys have a source. Title of the article is Vitamin D May Exacerbate Autoimmune Disease. Now, I know I haven't mentioned anything about autoimmune disease yet, but hear me out and let's read this and figure out what we're getting at here and how this connects. 
Deficiency in vitamin D has been widely regarded as contributing to autoimmune disease, which is true. But a review appearing in Autoimmunity Reviews explains that low levels of vitamin D in patients with autoimmune disease may be a result rather than a cause of disease, and that supplementing with vitamin D may actually exacerbate autoimmune disease. Authored by a team of researchers at the California-based nonprofit Autoimmunity Research Foundation, the paper goes on to point out that molecular biologists have long known that the form of vitamin D derived from food and supplements, 25-hydroxyvitamin D, is a secosteroid rather than a vitamin. Like corticosteroid medications, vitamin D may provide short-term relief by lowering inflammation but may exacerbate disease symptoms over the long term. I'll say that again. Like corticosteroid medications, vitamin D may provide short-term relief by lowering inflammation but may exacerbate disease symptoms over the long term. Now, these insights, if you really want to get nerdy, are based on molecular research showing that 25-hydroxyvitamin D inactivates, rather than activates, its native receptor, the vitamin D nuclear receptor, or VDR. Once associated solely with calcium metabolism, the VDR is now known to transcribe at least 913 genes and largely control the innate immune response by expressing the bulk of the body's antimicrobial peptides, natural antimicrobials that target bacteria. Okay, so especially in the world of a certain virus that you guys might have heard of, Vitamin D is linked to helping this out. It is actually highly correlated with positive clinical outcomes in the hospital setting. I'm not saying that we don't want to get those levels up. I'm not suggesting that. But we do need to be intelligent about how we're doing this. Because really, the number one way to do this properly was in the summer to get the appropriate amount, of, uh, appropriate amount of vitamin D. Now, I am talking to primarily our European, Northern European, USA, and Canadian audience, which does make up the bulk of our audience at this time. Because when we get into the winter months and these late fall months, the sun in certain places has a period of time where it no longer goes 30 degrees over the horizon, which means that no meaningful amounts of UVB light, ultraviolet B, are penetrating the Earth's atmosphere and hitting your skin and using that cholesterol to make vitamin D. And that's assuming that you're even getting outside to begin with because so many people, unfortunately, even in the functional health space, somehow are not getting outside. The body is really doing something quite different when it synthesizes vitamin D from ultraviolet radiation. And now I'm specifying ultraviolet radiation now instead of just saying the sun, because on one hand, for two reasons really, on one hand, again, we don't necessarily get that type of ultraviolet radiation in any meaningful amount for a fraction of the year. God forbid that you're not Caucasian. If you're not Caucasian and you're living in these areas, I mean, you are already probably extraordinarily deficient. The other reason I said ultraviolet radiation specifically is because it starts to beg the question, if someone is really trying to get their vitamin D levels up and take this stuff seriously in the winter, should you be supplementing or 
Should you actually buy a vitamin D lamp? And don't worry, this is not some sponsored thing. I'm going to shout out a company that I like, but this has nothing to do with anything with them. Um, It's something I just have. And it's a spurty vitamin D lamp. Now, the spurty vitamin D lamps are, you guessed it, things that are isolating the UVB light. And so you need a very short period of time in them. And you it's scientifically proven to actually get your vitamin D levels up in a pretty short amount of time. Of course, someone is going to argue, well, should I be isolating UV light like that? Well, probably not overall. But vitamin D is, again, one of the only markers in our blood that is actually shown to reduce all cause all cause mortality. So there's probably a reason we want to be doing that. And you could make an argument that the vitamin D status is going to have like a pro outweigh the cons thing. Again, certainly not medical advice, but just something to think about and something that I think about. But I would still put this up there as better than a supplement if you know what you're doing. I think you want to make sure you're exposing those parts of your body to red light, which by the way, you can get from the sun. You don't have to go out and buy a $5,000 panel. But if it's cold, you might not want to do that. You might not want to do it for a long period of time. So that's one way to do it. The other thing to consider when you are using a lamp like that is you want to be in a low state of inflammation. If you're someone who's running around eating 300 grams of processed carbs per day, standard American diet, I don't know if I'd be messing with that personally. UVB light is, when it's isolated like that, it's going to have minor consequences. Ones that I don't think are really a big deal at all if you're otherwise healthy and doing the right thing. But how many people are doing that? (laughs) The last thing I'll say about the vitamin D supplements thing, just to really get you to think, because I'd rather focus on like some more scientific stuff, of course, in the beginning, but there's also some common sense stuff that I do think is worth considering as long as it's mixed in with some bits of scientific information here and there. The amount of, well, I guess there's two things. So I'll start with this. The amount of vitamin D that you are taking orally was never meant to be taken in those amounts through food. When people are taking vitamin D supplements, they're doing 5,000 or 10,000 IU. And those are uh, international units for those that don't know. That means it's the same everywhere internationally, right? They're doing five or 10,000 IU. If you had the highest quality, best food, clean meats, fish, whatever, I mean, you'd be lucky to be getting 400, maybe upwards of 700 per day. Maybe. And you would have to try to do this. So does that automatically mean it's wrong? Of course not. But I'm just saying, You guys know how it is. It seems like every time we go um, away from nature, there is consequences built into that. And so when we're five timesing the amount, or five xing the amount, I should say, I'm sorry, 10xing the amount, or even 20xing the amount that we would be getting from food and then supplementing with it orally, I think that's a little, little different. And then finally, my favorite one that no one seems to think about is the fact That if I give you a vitamin D supplement of around, let's say, 5,000 IU per day. Actually, sorry, that's going to get me in trouble. Let's say 10,000 IU per day over a long period of time. Eventually, certain people could overdose from that. You get something called hypercalcemia, too much calcium in the blood. 
Now, of course, this can be prevented by taking vitamin K2, but the point is the individual not taking vitamin K2 that is getting 10,000 IU of vitamin D from the sun each day can never overdose on vitamin D. It is not possible. So shouldn't that tell you how different these processes are in the body? Whole point is, not a shout out to Spurdy, although if they do hear this and they want to hit us up, we will not complain. The whole FDN team, we got a lot of people, man. We, we'd happily take some lamps off your, uh, you know, off your hands for you. <laughs> um, but seriously, though, that's a great company and they're doing a, a great thing. It's a very reasonably priced product, in my opinion. It's something that's justifiable enough to get in your house. And it's so simple. That's the best part. This is something that you can use in a short period of time. I'm assuming that there are other lamps out there. It's just that they've been around long enough that they are an FDA cleared medical device, but not that the FDA means anything anyway. Okay, so I'm going to shut up before I get myself in trouble. And I want you guys to have a wonderful night. We're looking forward to bringing you another interview. And if you learned something new about vitamin D, feel free to leave us a message on Podbean. And if you do end up getting one of these lamps or another lamp similar, tag us on FDN Thrive. FDN Thrive on Instagram. We'd love to share your stuff. See you guys soon. Take care. Thanks for tuning in to the Health Detective Podcast. If you are ready to finally work with a real health detective on your health journey so that you can get well and stay well naturally, visit us at fdmthrive.com and click the Get Started Here button. 